Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Welcome to You Are What You Love, your window into the future of spirituality. We're going to talk to you about your life and the evolution of your soul while we bring alive the essence of eternal truth. So here is your host, the author of You Are What You Love, Waishali. Welcome to another exciting episode of You Are What You Love. I'm your hostess, Waishali. And today we have with us one of our favorite people. It is Donna Dvorak, animalcommunicator.com. And I've got her link to her website in the chat room if you'd like to join us here at ctrnetwork.com. Just go ahead and click on join the chat, sign in, and... Um, contribute to the conversation. Speaking of which, I want to say hi, Rosemary. How are you, sweetheart? And hello to Zach Bradigan in the chat room. And um, Donna, welcome back, sweetheart. Hello. Thank you for having me. Hi. You know, there's always so much going on in the animal world, you know, and you, you and I, I think we've, we've talked about so much of it, you know. We've talked about um, uh, the animals that were traveling and uh and by cargo hold and airplanes and didn't make it and we've talked about how to evacuate animals in an emergency situation we've talked about a lot of stuff and in the news recently there's been more of this poacher information going on and um i saw i saw it on the news i think i recorded the segment and sent it to you and and said why don't we take a look at this and I think you also had a, a, a different story that you were looking at that I was unaware of. Yes, we have um, we have two stories. I, there is a story um, um, there is a story about the circus lion, which you actually brought to my attention because there was a big big story about lion attacking um, his trainer and uh, performing, and and that was actually and I and you know so I did spoke to lion. It was really interesting what he said, and then um, we have the wild animals in Africa where they um, the elephant killed the poacher and then the lion pride ate him, which was kind of funny. Um, So we have two stories. Yes. And um, did you have a preference with which one you wanted to lead with, hon? Yeah, I want to, let's start with the circus lion because um, for some reason, I don't know, um, first I was uh, all gung-ho to start with the animals in Africa, but you know, the story of the lion is so sad and I mean, so different, you know. Um, so I'm going to start with him because it was interesting. Um, and really, um, thank you, V, to bring it to my attention because, you know, circuses are such a, um, sad places for animals to be. You know, I mean, the Animal Entertainment Act, it's, it's just so wrong because, 
people, I don't know if everybody, um, if people realize that what these animals go through when they're being trained. Um, I saw a few um, clips and a few, I, I have some information on what really the trainers and the people and how they train them. And it's really bad. It's just really okay. bad. Like, you have for it's just so sad like um for example you know how you see bears in the circles and they are walking on the back feet and riding motorcycles so do you know that actually they train the bears from from cups so i saw this um, image of two bear cups like so cute and they they tie them by the neck um and they they lift them so they're standing on the back feet and they can but they're tied by their necks so they cannot really go down. So that's how they train them. And they let them stand there for day, for like, you know, whole day, hours in this position. And this oh is how God. they train them to, to, to go on the back feet. Okay? Oh my God, that's hideous. Yes. And then, you know, sometimes we, um, they would put, they would, uh, they would have them, walk over like an iron floor where they would actually heat it up so the bear like dances and puts up his paws. So this where you know, they beat them and not only the bears, they beat all the animals to force them to do tricks which are not natural to them and the animals don't want to perform them. Perform them. Um, it's not like, you know, sometimes you train the dogs and dog loves to bring the fetch or do something, you know, uh, but these animals don't. Bear doesn't want to ride the bike. You know, the elephant doesn't want to do tricks. Elephants are being poked with the hooks, with the, with the, you know, with the big, big, huge, nasty hooks. They all these animals are beaten. So it's just, it's just really bad. It's um, the animals are very stressed in the circus because they're scared to perform these acts, and it's not natural. So they're being forced into it constantly. Right. So, um, anyways, I really think circuses should be forbidden all over the world. I mean, not circuses, but the animal acts. Like people can do, you know, people can watch other people in circus if they want. And actually, it's interesting because I got this list here, which I want to read, and sh and there is many countries in the world who already banned um, animal acts in circuses. And some of these countries are, it's unbelievable because they kind of like the third world countries. So uh, for example, okay, so nationwide, nationwide ban on all animals in circuses is in Cyprus, Greece, Mal Malta, and Bolivia. Now, in, in Bosnia and Herzegovina, Croatia, Slovenia, Austria, Colombia, Costa Rica, El Salvador, Panama, Paraguay, Peru, Singapore, Israel, and Mexico, here, these countries, they have a nationwide ban on use of wild animals in circuses. So only wild animals cannot be used. Um, now, also... Wild animals are not allowed to be used in Belgium, Bulgaria, and Netherlands. And then certain species only um, are banned from circuses in Denmark, Finland, Portugal, Sweden, India, and Czech Republic, which I'm kind of ashamed because they should really ban um, nationwide all animals in my country, you know, from circuses. But, okay, at least something. So now then we have also nationwide ban on all wild animals in Ecuador, 
And in Estonia, Hungary, and Poland, those are only wild-born animals cannot be um, performing in circuses, which still, you know, I mean, it's still not great. But then only, um, and shamefully so, I got to say, only local bans on use of animals in circuses are here in USA, in Canada, Argentina, Brazil, UK, Spain, Norway, Chile, Australia, and Ireland. So I thought it's very interesting, like some of the countries which are like barely on the radar have like nationwide, you know, ban on all animals. And I think U.S. still has a kind of long way to go. I agree. So, I'm, I'm, I'm horrified. And I, you know, I know that the um, things like Circus du Soleil, those are getting more popularity because more and more people are finding it uh, distasteful to support um, the animal acts and go to them. They, that's not that's not anything they want to see as entertainment or expose their children to. Um, yeah, but I agree with you. It would it needs to be a global ban. It needs to be a a, a, a worldwide mm-hmm. ban against torturing animals. And um, you know, I was wondering if I don't know if you talked to. Um, I think it was a tiger that was involved in the um, the Las Vegas attack with the guys that do the um, the tigers. They oh, were two. Yeah, yeah. No, no. You know what? I did not talk to the tiger. I focused only on the lion who um, who attacked the trainer recently. I think it was in Ukraine. Okay. You know, the recent. Yeah. Right. That's something we can can do um, next time, you know, as well. Siegfried and Roy. Yeah, I was wondering if it was the same, if it was the same reason, if it was the same motivation or if there was something different going on. But um, I didn't know if you talked to the tiger at the time that Siegfried and Roy had that incident or if you've just Mm -hmm. never talked to that. No, I never talked to I never talked to them, and I I don't know I just from what I heard supposedly they've been treated very well, but you know that's always said they the animals are treated very well and it's not even true, and um also the animals have to you know animals are very adaptable and they don't really have a choice they have to uh, li- they 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 have to live and so they living in the circles and they being treated certain way and they cannot escape so they do adapt um in a way to just survive you know so it doesn't mean they enjoy it or they like it or they just uh, having fun like people looking at the animal acts and think oh gosh so cute and it's so fun you know it's not not for the animals and it's just it's just pretty awful um, especially when you know how they're being trained, you know that is that. I mean, those clips when you see those videos, it's just horrible. It's just really horrible. And uh, yeah, and I know that um, uh, Barnum and Bailey uh, pretty much retired. Yes, yes, they did. And there is another circus here in U.S. who actually recently. Um, ban all the animal acts and I want to say it starts with B, B, as, B as well and it's something else I cannot remember the name but they did but still I, I'm surprised to be honest I was surprised when I saw the list because I would have thought that UK especially because UK, people from England love animals and there is a lot of animal communicators and healers in that area 
Um, and I would think that UK would do the ban on the animal acts in circuses. And US, we are so progressive in everything, you know, so it's interesting. And Canada too. I mean, so it's, it's interesting that we are still not there 100%, you know. Right. So, right. but there is a there is a victory, at least small victory, on another front because recently there is a there is a ban of um, selling fur in Los Angeles and California, I believe, entire California. So I think that's excellent. You know, at least something. It's a little bit different from the circus, but still, you know, it's a big support for animals. I agree. In every step, you know, matters. Absolutely, absolutely, every everything, and um, and so anyway, so I wrote um, just I have here my notes from what ha what what happened when I was talking to the lion in um, the lion which um, attack uh, this guy in the circus. Okay, so when I connected to him, um, there was a really um, he, the first thing he told me was I hate my life. Oh. And he had a horribly heavy, very tired energy, like he's bored and groggy, like just kind of living through, going through the day, right? And then he said to me right away, he said, my ear hurts. And he showed me that he has a pain in his left ear, and the pain was going all the way to his head. And he said, it comes and goes. And sometimes it is so bad that it makes me dizzy, he said. I completely have like a blurry vision. And he said it started about um, six months ago. And so I said to him, do, do, I mean, don't they, can, do they come to check on you guys if you're healthy? Do you have any health, you know, somebody does health check? I said, no, nobody cares unless you are really lying and you cannot stand up. Um, now, he told me, now, you have to remember, this is a circus. I think uh, the circus is um, in Ukraine, which was, um, there is still, and in some particular city, which is um, supposedly occupied by the, by the rebels. So they, they don't have, the, the, they can still perform the animal acts. So that's... Um, you know that's what uh, that's what I know about this whole thing too, and so the obviously the whole um, care for the animals is just lacking. Um, now the lion told me he was actually he was born in captivity. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, he showed me, um, it was a very small cage. He, he was there with his mother. And it seemed, it was not really a circus. It was, seemed, um, it was more like a zoo or something of that sort because there was 
um, there was nothing that um, he wasn't taking out or that the mother wasn't coming out and bag was just in the cage. He said so. He said he was, his mother was born in the wild. She was she was caught as a puppy, as a as a as a kitten, and um, she uh, she told him that this life is not the true life. So he actually had some memories from the mother to see how he should live. That this is not really acceptable, or this is not his way of living. And then um, um, they said they to me because I was asking how is his life, and he said they do beat them when they don't do what they what the humans want. And he said there is a whip. Um, there was a long bar with a sharp point. And um, he said mostly that's been used when they are young and they're learning. Now, the long bar with the sharp point, there was something they would be poked from a far distance. Even when they are in the cage, they would be poked by this bar. Um, then he said also this. He said, nobody is happy here. All the other animals are the same, like they feeling the same. They're not happy. He said, um, they're, they're, he showed me elephant. And then he showed me horses. He said, even the horses don't want to perform. They don't want to be here. And then he said very emphatically, he said, we do not, we do not like to perform. And, um, and then he said, it was interesting. He said, I know they are putting something into our food, so we are calm. It makes me sleepy, usually before we work. He meant before the performance. And the way he showed to me, then he, they get um, they get piece of meat or the food that after he eats it, he feels kind of like a sluggish. So what I gathered from this feeling is like, I think they drug them or they put something so they don't, they're not as dangerous when they, you know, they when they go performing. Right. Um, he said... Um, he said, if you don't want to do what they ask you to do, there is no food and you get poked with a bar when you're in the cage. He said, not the trainer does this. The trainer does not punish you. Um, but he showed me it's another person, not the trainer, but it's somebody who worked with the trainer, but um, who kind of does this, uh, this work. Um, so I asked him, well, how do you like your trainer? I mean, how is he? And the lion said, he's okay. I tolerate him. He is arrogant and very quick to anger. He's also weak. I am stronger. But he doesn't, he doesn't beat us. So that was the thing for them. And then he said to me, the lion, he said, I hate the sound of the whip, the cracking sound when they um, perform. He said, the noise makes me really angry. And he gave me um, the, the hearing, like, uh, you know, of the crack. And for him, because he hears so well, it's like he would, like, get a slap in the face. And he, um, so I asked him, I said, what happened that day? Why did you decide to attack um, the trainer? And he said to me, he said, my ear was hurting a lot the day, and I didn't feel I want to hear the stupid cracks. I told him to stop, but he would not listen. And I said, how did you tell him? And he, he just said, I made a noise. And he showed me, like, he roared. But there was already in the, in the, in the, and he was, like, slacking at that whip. But it was already in the cage. And he said, the lion said he didn't, the trainer didn't understand, but he cracked even harder. 
and uh. he was um yeah and he said he and lion said i just couldn't take it my head was splitting every time he cracked the damn thing i needed to stop it and so i jumped at him i just wanted the noise to stop and he sent me the visual i'm like visual more like a hearing thing that basically um Every time it was so painful when the when the guy cracked the whip, it was just his head would explode. And then he sent me this really painful feeling, like pain, real pain in his head, angry, like really irritated energy. And then suddenly everything went red for him because that's I think when and then he just those red energy was very red and pulsing in his head and that was it. He just saw it and I think that's where he jumped. So um, then he said to me, he said, I'm tired. I don't want to do this. Um, he said he's, he thinks he's about seven, six to seven years old, but he feels very old, like he's 100 years old. Um, his energy was really heavy, very dense, and really tired. That was the main thing I constantly kept noticing about him, just super tired. So I told him, I said, um, you know, people are fighting for your rights right now. And soon, you know, may you're gonna, might, you might be set free, you know. So I tried to tell him that there are people all over the world that try, they, they are um, trying to stop that um, animals in circles and that he would, they would stop eventually and he would be taken out to like a sanctuary to live. And he, but he was looking at me like I talk like he cannot he, he totally did he did not believe me at all okay and he said whatever we will see he was just completely resigned didn't care um and then though then he showed me that there is a actually there is a karmic connection there um between him and the trainer actually and he showed me a past life he had long time ago this was in turkey even though I don't think it was called Turkey at the time, and it was city of Tira. Um, it was re- it was about 300 BC, and this lion was actually a human. He was an old rich man. He was really old in that time. He had a white hair and white beard. He always wore white clothing, and he was a slave merchant. He was very rich. And um, just lived really comfortably. He was respected in the community. Now, one day he purchased a, a two dwarfs, little people, dwarfs basically, mother and a boy. Now, the boy was the current trainer. And he, he just kept both of the, those dwarfs, the mother um, he took and he gave it to his guides, to his guards and servants for entertainment, just threw her there and whatever. And um, she was basically being abused and soon died. She died after that, soon, pretty soon. Now the boy, the boy dwarf was, he kept, and he, this boy was trained to dance and to do like acrobatics and juggle. And he was very good in it. He was very, because of his, he was very gifted in like a jongler and acrobat. And he was a very good dancer. And he was kept for entertainment. Now he was an oddity. He was like, and in that region of world at that time, um, I'm told that in the local religion, 
some people believe that misshapen person or a show, or a person like that is evil, and they wanted to kill him, that little boy. But the owner didn't allow it because the boy also brought him a lot of recognition, and it was like a rarity because nobody saw a dwarf, and so they were like, wow, you know. And people paid money to actually see the boy perform. And so now this boy hated his master, and he blamed him for the killing his mother, even though his life was now was good and he was treated well and he just really you know he can he was fed well and he was just he could do whatever because he was kind of like a special pet and but he he held this hatred inside him, and he was secretly stealing gold. Uh, to purchase a dagger, and he wanted to kill the master. So eventually he saved enough, and he bought a small knife, and once he was performing, just um, he was performing one night in the, in the dining hall, and he did, he, he, did, he created this amazing, complicated somersault, which actually got him from the floor all the way to the seat where the master was sitting. Because he was sitting, the master used to sit in like a little bit higher plateau. Um, and so he performed this complicated act, and he landed right in front of his master. And then he tried to stab him, to kill him. But he only hurt him. And he um, hurt him pretty badly into his shoulder and his arm. But he didn't kill him. And so they obviously, of course, they captured the boy. And his master um, put him into prison. And, I mean, he closed in his house. And then, but this news got out that this boy tried to kill his master. And now the people who already believe he, this little boy is anyway evil, they start to, they form like a mob in front of the house and they demanded the, the boy be killed. And the master just took the boy and turned him over to the mob and um, so let him, you know, and so the mob basically killed Dorf, the boy. They just basically torn him into pieces. So um, when the lion showed me this past life, he also, after he showed me, he also said that um, at last I almost work all my debts here. And so I said, well, is there any, and so he was kind of, you know, on the high level, he was, um, you know, okay with his position in life now, so he can move on to next three of this past life. And so um, I asked him, I said, well, is there anything um, I can do to help you now? And he said, no, this is my life and there will, there will be no change. So I said to him, well, can I at least heal your ear? And he said, that would be nice. And so I um, did some of the healing. I sent healing energy to his ear as much as I could. Uh, it was really, it was actually, there's an infection inside the ear. Um, and it was what I noticed was going inside the kennel, uh, not kennel, how do you say, you know, the ear canal um, yes. going deeper into the head was very infected. And I put a lot of uh, a blue, blue calming, disinfecting energy on it. 
And the lion sat very patiently. He really accepted the healing. And then I put a lot of pink on him and around him just to support his energy, make him feel better. And then he said, thank you, I feel better. And he left. Wow. Yeah. Um, so the, the description the of the trainer, because I had a little interview with the trainer um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. in the story that I sent you. And uh, the, the cat's description of him being arrogant, that definitely came through. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Do you, um, uh, I, and I, I'm sorry, go ahead. Do you follow Black Jaguar White Tiger on Instagram, hon? Yes, I do. I love that foundation. Yeah, so does Elliot. And uh, Elliot had posted in the chat room that that Black Jaguar White Tiger gets a lot of these circus rescues, and they always, always arrive in bad shape. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I follow them too, so I know that. And I mean, thanks, Elliot, for reminding of that because that is really, yeah, they rescue a lot of these big cats um, from circus. And, you know, that's why no matter what uh, these trainers and circus people say, oh, we treat you like this. I read the interview with this trainer and he said, oh, I treat them like my children and blah, blah, blah. Nah, you know, that's all just, it's just all lies. It's all lies. Right. It's, 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 uh, it's publicity damage control. Yes, exactly, exactly. And then um, he actually, he did say, he, he, he admitted, he said, well, every time the lion or tiger attacks, it is usually, it's always the fault of the trainer. Yeah. So, you know. I, but yeah. I, found, I, mm-hmm. I wish there was a way to get yeah. to him a message. He needs to have that cat's ear checked, but it sounds like even if we got the message to Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Um, they wouldn't care. Probably not. I mean, I really thought the same thing, but I don't even know how to contact those people, you know, but he probably wouldn't care. Yeah, they would just probably dismiss it, say no, he, you know, you know, yeah. Oh, they probably say, they'll probably say we'll just work him till he dies. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But what I found interesting was that I just, I just came to me now when I'm reading through the notes from the past life. You know that actually the lion, um, if I'm correct, I don't remember correctly, but he, I think he also bit the trainer into his shoulder and the arm, just the, just the same way the dwarf boy um, stabbed him in that past life. Really interesting. Really, really interesting. 
Yeah, isn't that something? <laughs> well, there's a, a notion, you know, that whatever we don't resolve, we repeat until we get it. Mm -hmm. uh, kind of a, a Groundhog Day thing, but not quite so linear. Yes. Um, well, and also, at least the lion is, you know, the lion's getting, I mean, the lion's working on it. Therefore, I don't think that, I don't feel that the trainer's working on any of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and the, the situation with the, oh, just let me, I, I want to take a minute and remind our listening audience that the show is You Are What You Love. And we've been mm -hmm. listening to animal communicator extraordinaire Donna Dvorak. And um, let me go ahead and repost in the chat room the link to her website, which is DonnaDvorakAnimalCommunicator.com. And you, the way that you spell Donna's name is a little unusual. It's D-A-N-A-D as in dog, V-O-R-A-K, animalcommunicator.com. And um, the, other, the other story was the one about the poacher in Africa. And yes. all, they, all they found in this guy was his pants. <laughs> I think so. I didn't even know. I didn't get that much. That's, but you know uh, what was really funny? Because I actually saw um, there is another uh, incident, almost identical. And that's what kind of prompted me to look into it because it was so weird. Like it was sometimes in March, um, there was another poacher who went actually killed to be killing big cats, lions. And the lion fright ate him too. And it was the same park, the Kruger's Park in South Africa. And then next next incident is this one when they the poacher the poachers went to kill the rhinos and the elephant trampled him to death. Um, and then he um, and the lions ate him. Isn't that interesting? There's a old song from the '60s, and um, the chorus basically goes, "The tables have turned, and now it's your turn to cry." <laughs> I know, right? Isn't it? I support all of it. I'm sorry. I'm supporting all of that. So, anyways, I wanna about the Af about. I wanna talk a little bit about the African incident here. Yeah. So, uh, first of all, the poaching, really, um, or illegal animal hunting, is really extremely damaging, uh, which we all know to not only to animal species, but really to entire planet because it creates imbalance in our environment. And I don't think most of people, I don't, some people are aware of it, but not everybody is aware of it. Um, and it is really a shame that some people would rather have a tiger rack or elephant tusk in their home than to see these beautiful living animals, you know, in their own environment. And um, there is, and what's even more shameful is that people actually are aware that some animals are nearly extinct and they still hunt them illegally. And so, like, for example, I have a few, um, a few uh, stats here. Like, for example, one of the animal species which is nearly extinct are tigers. So we have basically about 3,000, 3,200 roughly tigers left all over the world. And um, even though, um, and that ex extinction is... Um, Thanks highly in, in, to po, to, in part to po, poachers because that's what really is killing these tigers. 
And um, really, um, authorities routinely come across traps for tigers along with poisonous weapons, which are used to kill them. And the reason why this is happening is because single tiger can bring actually 50,000 on the black market. And mostly across Asia, where almost every part of the tiger body is sold but mostly for traditional Chinese medicine, which is known as a tiger bone wine. And um, it is used um, just for a medicine, basically. Yes. And for their skin, which are used to as a, as a decor. So, only, so for these two stupid things, I mean, the poor tigers are only um, or mostly extinct. And also what I know is, that a lot of times um, tigers in circuses um, or even in the, some of the small, you know, so, right, um, side road zoos, once they are too old or whatever they can, or they, they grow into certain size, um, I don't know what is the criterion right now, but they killed and they actually sold on the black market for their fur and for everything. Oh, so, yep. So the next one, which is almost extinct thanks to poachers, poachers is a rhinoceros. And I mean, now there are about five different species of rhinos, like the small, I think there's Javan rhino, white rhino, um, in their rhinos in, you know, there is about five different species. But altogether, it's only about 9,000 rhinos all over the world. And um, now they, uh, the reason why these um, this, uh, rhinos are actually killed are just for the horn. So they just kill the rhino and they cut off the horn and they leave the entire um, body just there. For no, just they only kill for that horn because the horns are treasured as a status symbol. And also they are made into um, health tonics because of the keratin, which is in the, horse, in the horn. So for this only reason, these beautiful animals are extinct and they're still being killed. Now, I know that there is uh, what actually um, some of the parks uh, start taking as an extreme measure a little bit, but I guess better than nothing. Um, that they um, catch the rhinos with the, and they shave off the horn. Ah. And then, yes, and they let it go. So basically uh, reasoning that if the rhino doesn't have a horn, the poacher's not going to kill it. I've seen it. I've seen it done. And it's really, I, it's kind of, I don't know how I feel about it. Because I, 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 it's kind of gruesome when you see it, but in a way it makes sense. But it's sad. They have to go into this kind of extreme measures. Right, that they have to right, completely mutilate the animal to keep it alive. Yes. Is, that, I mean, is, it, like, is it painful for the, do they have nerve endings in that thing? They go only and they go, they don't go all the way to the base. They go only to the top. So it is, but they do have uh, blood in there. So it is painful. Yes. Because they put them to sleep to do that. Okay. And then they must do something to put on top of it to seal it. So it's not open. Yeah. They seal it. I think they cut around. They do something to seal it. Yes. But I mean, it's not, it's not super. It's not like they're cutting part of their body that's painful, but there is still some sensitivity in it. 
Right. So yeah, yeah. So it's really bad. So now it's um, now next um, another extinct species which is almost extinct are actually sea turtles. Like all the sea, all seven species of the sea turtles are um, in danger of being extinct. Yeah, it's actually, you know, and it's estimated that in the last three decades, at least two million sea turtles were killed by poachers. Um, now, they the turtles are killed for their eggs, meat, and shells. And again, they are used for a variety of things from medicine to decorations. And there is a one breed of a turtle, which is called the leatherback turtles. And those are in particular targeted because their eggs are sold as aphrodisiac. Oh, dear God. I mean, you know, yeah, exactly. So it's just, it's just ridiculous. And then next one here we have on the, there is two more species. Three. That's an Amur leopard. This leopard actually is really beautiful. It's like a white leopard with black spots. And it um, it um, lives only in the eastern Russia. And basically from this Amur leopard, sorry, I can't pronounce it even. There is only approximately 35 of them remaining. And the reason why these these beautiful cats are being killed is just because of fur, because of the fur to be used for clothing and for decoration. Oh dear and God! Again, yes, and it's again mostly in Asia and in Russia. So um, wow. now next one on the list, which is really funny, it's actually a lemur. Now lemurs. Um, all the species are, I mean, this is kind of known that like 94% of the world's lemurs are threatened by extinction because of the environment, you know, because all the forests are being destroyed. But there is one which is the worst, one of them, it's, it's threatened the most, and it's called the northern sportive lemur. And um, currently, is supposed to be about 20 to 50 only of them left in the wild. And the reason, and they only live on Madagascar. Now, why these lemurs are hunted? Because of the amount of protein in their body. And so they, people actually eat them because they have a really high protein um, in their bodies. And that is the reason. I mean, it's unbelievable. So, I'm, I'm told that the, it, this is the this is known as a bush meeting, grill where it's like a really like a feast, and grilled lemur is served as a delicacy. Oh my God! What world do we live yes. in? I'm saying people are sick. Like you know, isn't that isn't that unbelievable? Uh, uh, polite, yeah, yeah we, polite for what it is, right? Yeah. So, and then we have the last one here on my list. I'm sure the list probably might be longer, but there is a Saola. Now, Saola, it's like an interesting, funny um, antelope. And it's called, um, and has a one horn in the middle of the forehead. And it's called the Asian unicorn. And it's also very, um, very rare to see, to actually see it. It's very, very rare. 
and it was only discovered about 22 years ago and already it's at risk of disappearing entirely thanks to poachers. Now, um, the reason um, it's estimated because it's such a shy animal and so hard to see it, it's estimated um, that um, they only, um, it's about 200 of them remaining. And the reason why um, they are hunted, again, just for the horn and basically just a trophy because they are so rare so it's based, it's it's a big trophy to have the horn or the skin of this poor uh, small antelope. Oh dear God! Yep. So this is how um, this is how bad it is, and it's inter- it's amazing that people just don't even you know it's it's for what reasons are these animals being killed? So now. Um, Okay, so now let me get my notes because I want to go to uh, what I got from our friends in Africa. So I con- when I so I wanted to connect because I was um, I wanted to find out what's going on because it was so odd to me that it's happening in the party. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Park, you know, and that it's just kind of similar and incidents. And so when I connected, I actually first connected to um elephant. It was um uh, because when I connect, I connect to um all of the wildlife. Um, I focus on particularly on these three species: the elephant, the lions, and the rhinos, because they were involved in this latest accident. And I want to end, but it's kind of I don't have a control of who comes first or who wants to speak up. So um, the, there was a big um, African elephant. He seemed he was just like the the patriarch. I mean, he seemed very old and very wise. He was definitely really old, wise soul. And he said to me, he said, we have to protect our land. He said, it is hard. There is a lot of blood of animals and humans. Why do they fight among each other? And why they kill each other and us? I never understand. He said, the land needs healing. We are trying, but we need help. He also said the entire continent of Africa is sick and needs healing of the earth. He meant the earth of it, the land is sick. He said there is too much blood and war and killing. The spirits of animals and of people who were killed here are, and they still remind here, and many of them, and they are restless and they will turn on the weak ones, taking over their bodies and their spirit. So this was what he said. And then I had the group of lions who kind of walked in and they said um, they working very closely with uh, Cecil, the lion. If you guys remember him, we, I did, I work, I did some, um, I talked to him on one of the shows 
Um, and also they they work closely with um, Harembe, the gorilla, and then others who are part of the guardian group. If you remember, um, when I talked to Cecil, um, the lion, he told me that him and all the animals who've been killed and they highly, and it become very public um, event that the really the people were very, um, you know, outraged and that something really happened, that it was these animals did it for a reason to raise the awareness. So it was him, the um, the um, rabbit who died on the plane. Um, there was the gorilla Harembe, and even remember the talking horse we had because she made this big, you, you know, she made people realize that animals think. Um, so, and there is many others. So, um, the uh, Cecil told me that uh, the group of these souls are called the guardian group. And it's a group of very advanced souls who are watching and the interaction of species on Earth. And they step in when it's needed and they create awareness of certain issues. And basically, it's all the animals heroes who sacrifice their lives for a cause and made large difference in their life. And they all um, are part of this group. And he said um, they basically, this guardian group understand, for us, we need to know that there cannot be a shift on earth if there is no equality of species. And people treat animals, trees, water, and other aspects of earth as a lower subservient and not worth the thing right now. So that's why everything is so bad. And until this changes, the earth cannot shift, which is not good for anybody. So anyway, so um, the lions told me that um, they actually, all the animals, the wild animals in Africa, right now working with this guardian group, Cecil the lion and the other animals. And that time is now to change the status of animals worldwide. And they told me that they are um, in close contact, particularly with Cecil, and that this they are this and the guardian group is picking the proper cases, and they are letting know the wildlife what is to be happening. So they actually the wildlife is acting, um, you know, on information of the guardian group. So um, namely, um, the group of animals who is uh, chosen to to do this is namely lions and elephants who are the warriors of the wild. Now, um, Cecil's soul is still very close to his lion life. And so he prefers to work with a group of lions. And they also, um, so the lions, um, they get, um, and by the way, yes, it is the same lion group who ate the, po the first poacher. They ate the second poacher too. It was all planned actually. So they got inf they the lions get information from him regarding the previous poacher who was uh, there also to kill the cats. Yes, and um, he and uh, they told me that in this point, sometimes the fastest way is elimination of the low vibrational soul. They need to leave the, their physical body, which they meant the poachers, and move on with the experience they learn in both cases in these two poachers what they learned was that you will not kill without reason um now uh, then um actually cecil connected with me directly 
and he said that all the animals of Africa have part in this, not just lions and elephants. They each are important. And he said in the second case of the poacher, in part it was actually the rhinos, which are uh, being the bait. So they were they were part of the entire um, entire scenario, um, and everything was already pre-orchestrated how it's going to happen. Now um, they also he also said that the guardian group is watching and sending the instructions to animals who are going to be involved. And he said there will be many more cases until humans wake up. And he said, we're doing it. And now it was kind of, he was speaking, but it was also the lions and the elephants and everybody kind of together. And they said, we're doing it also for them, for humans, they said, not only for us. He said, if they kill us, they die themselves as well. Not all of them are understanding it. That, that is why we fight for us and for everybody else. Um, only unity of humans and animals can save this planet. So that's, that's what I got. That's what was the reason. And basically, there's going to be many more, um, many more cases. Right. Right. Um, really interesting information, sweetheart. And, uh, um, uh, I'm, yeah, it's just, I'm thinking it's, I don't even have a comment until I have a chance to process it all. You know what I mean? I know. I know. It was kind of heavy. I was not really expecting it because I was kind of thinking, well, they're going to tell me how they, you know, what happened. I mean, I, I kind of had a feeling that there is going to be a little bit more to it, that there is maybe CISO is behind it or something is going on a little bit like that because those two cases are way too similar. Um, and uh, but I did not think it was gonna be so you know hot and heavy, heavy really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we, believe it or not, we've only got like a five more minutes left or four more minutes left. And um, one of the we did have a question that came up in the chat room. <clears throat> I'm not sure it was something you asked the animals, so I'm not sure it's something that you could answer. But it might be interesting, you know, if next time you come on the show to you know, talk to some animals and see what you get. But uh, one of the things that um, came up was uh, Rosemary was asking about if the animals talk to you about um, anything going on uh, in the earth. She, because you live in LA, she lives in LA and she was saying, do the animals warn you about an earthquake? And you know, if there's gonna be like a, I guess a volcano in Hawaii, do, do your pets say something to you or? Um, do they know? You know what? You know what? They actually they do know, um, and they would tell me if there is a big one coming. Um, but uh, so I don't. Yes, definitely they would. They would know. Okay. I so and also I I funny because in a and and not like in other places but in LA I do feel the I guess because I talk to animals all the time or I don't know I'm tuned to their same energy I do feel the earthquake coming <laughs> so I get just like the animals I get really panicky and I cannot breathe and I'm just like oh my let me get out of here let me get out of here and I really it's been I've had it for years 
And um, and I never realized that's what it is until the big Northridge earthquake uh, hit. And that was the first earthquake I was in for um, in L.A. And it was so bad, I couldn't even be- generally get out of bed because I felt there is a pressure on me, like a, like a big, heavy pressure pushing me down. I couldn't move. And then the only thing I could think was, I got to get out. I got to get out. And I seriously, I went to the airport and I had, I knew I had to fly to Arizona. I don't know why, I guess. And then I was told that Arizona is the, like the safest, there is no earthquake. And I did because there was a day, the day the North, Northridge earthquake hit. So I know that I think I probably have it because of the animals, you know, because maybe I pick up on that. They telling me there's going to, something's going to be happening. Because I do have it um, every time that is a little bit, a little bit uh, bigger. You know, the minor things which are happening all the time, I feel them, but it's not a big deal. Um, so, and I know that I, um, I was so, I'm so sure of it that I even called uh, my car insurance to make sure. One, in one point, I was feeling the earthquakes coming, and I was really nervous because in that time I was living in the apartment building and my garage was underground, and I was really, I was like, okay, I have to have a earthquake insurance on my car because if the, if it gets, if it comes down and it smashes my car, I want to make sure I'm okay. And it's funny because I did even call my car insurance to make sure that the, that I have it and the, the agent was like why are you asking so it's going to be earthquake so and he didn't believe it so it was actually interesting so and again yeah I can I can I can um, sense it and I think it's because the animals are actually telling me and I'm picking up on it and how much of an advance warning do you get would you say it's a week an hour a day uh, a few days a few days Okay, but, but have... this, is, this is something I don't ask for, right? This is just comes. But right. if I, um, I can probably uh, just talk to them and see if they can tell me if they know that there is something going to be something in the future. That is a definitely something I can do. Right. When I lived through the San Francisco earthquake in '89, um, uh, I was living with three cats at the time, and I wasn't in the house when the earthquake happened, but I was feeding the cats. I was bending over to put food on the on the floor when an aftershock came. And I was bending mm-hmm. over, I was about halfway to the floor when all the cats simultaneously jumped up and hissed and ran away. And then like three <laughs> seconds later or two seconds later, the aftershock came through. So oh, I knew yeah, that they, they knew, but it, it was only seconds before. It wasn't like, you know, it wasn't anyway, significantly <laughs> enough to, you know, do anything with. But um, I'll have to give you Rosemary's information. So if you get that feeling again, you can text her. Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I will. She lives in LA. Yes. And okay, um, I'd, I'd like to let our listening audience know you can get a reading with Donna at any time. Just go to Donna Dvorak, animalcommunicator.com. And if you would like to talk to Donna in the future, she will be back again on our show on Friday, May 24th. And Donna, as always, it's so priceless to have time with you. Thank you, Angel. Give all the fur-covered and feather-covered and and scale-covered creatures in your life our love. I will. And thank you. Thank you for having me. It's always so much fun to be with you guys. Thank you. Until we do it again next week. Rock on, babies. 
You've been listening to You Are What You Love with author Waishali. To order Waishali's book, You Are What You Love, or to schedule a private self-emergent session with Waishali, visit youarewhatyoulove.com. Thanks for joining us, and remember, you are what you love, and you love whatever you give your attention to. So love wisely. <laughs>